Welcome to Interns vs. the World, where we connect you with industry executives and their perspective on early career tactics, so you can be the most valuable young talent in your field. Today, I'm joined by Dallas Hoganson, President and Co-Founder of Sigma HQ and Chairman of Revenue Collective, an exclusive global community for commercial growth operators. Dallas is experienced in leading startup teams to iterate, learn, compete, and ultimately win faster than their competition with a history of successes at Lyft, iCracked, and Impraise. In this episode, we got to talk about all his thoughts related to internships in the modern world. So Dallas, what's your favorite interview question and what does it reveal about a candidate? My favorite interview question at the moment is, can you tell me your life story in 60 seconds in the most epic way possible? And the reason why I do that as well is that it helps me understand how well someone can structure an idea. How well can they take something that is complex, put structure around it, and have some type of formulaic approach to communicate that idea. I'm looking for how someone can take a very complex timeline and distill it into a simple narrative and recite that with very little time to prepare. That allows me to see is how can you take a complex problem, digest that and communicate that in a way that's going to resonate so it might be a little different than what you're used to, but I'm really trying to pull out these type of things in a different way. And the last reason I do that is because I'm looking to give you feedback and provide um, some level of coaching. And I ask you to do that again, and it allows me to see, can you take those uh, really important levels of feedback that we're giving you right away and translate that into the next attempt so I can understand how well you digest feedback as an individual too. The other examples of this is tell me about a time. Tell me about a time when you did this or why you did this. Like this is fairly common in a standard interview process, right? Is we are trying to understand how you think about things. The way you prepare for that is developing a story arc or a narrative in your head, right? is what was this end in mind and how do I work backward to, uh, to create a very compelling story very quickly that's also concise. And so uh, the interviewee or the interviewer is um, captivated by your answer but also understands the point of view that you're coming from. And so although uh, there's different versions of tell me about a time, what you need to understand is what is your 30 second or your 60 second elevator clip or elevator pitch around different scenarios. And so we're really going to make the interviewer believe in where you're coming from, even if you don't have experience in the role that you're going after today. Okay, interesting. So being able to take really complex ideas and boil them down into really simple structures, that's really great. What's a common mistake that you see new interns making when they finally do get into that position that they've been working so hard for? 99% of people make this mistake. And, it's, and it seems so simple, but yet nobody does it, right? And here it is. So the, the question for you is that, uh, you know, how do you come in into a new situation and make a huge impact in an organization where you get trusted and you get opportunity quickly? Here's what happens. Here's, here's what people do. They come in, they go, oh, I'm so excited. What can I do? You know, blah, 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 blah. And so they're always asking up. They're asking managers. They're asking these type of things, right? 
And so what I actually, what I actually do, usually right, right away, within the first couple of weeks after um, there's some consistency in onboarding in the new program, is I say, hey, what have you learned these first couple of weeks that you think there might be an interesting opportunity to go solve? Is there any projects that you kind of like to do on the side that you might be interested in doing? And the answer is always yes. And I say, you know, that is wonderful. I think that's a great idea. I'd love for you to go out, build a plan, and come back to me. We'll see how we can tackle it. I do this for a specific reason, is that I am looking for someone who's going to go take initiative very quickly and go bring additive value outside the scope of the role. Jobs, like the scope of a job role is fundamentally flawed in a lot of, in a lot of ways because it's isolating in, in what can actually be accomplished within an organization. And so uh, one of the biggest mistakes people can make is actually not managing up. And that's doing their homework, bringing the questions and posing scenarios to management versus saying, what about this? What about that? What about this? That means to me that they're not doing their homework. They're not taking their time. They're not trying to learn uh, different types of things that help support ideas that they might have and support that as evidence and possibly as some new way to impact uh, whatever it is or whatever unit you are uh, in your business, whether it's product enhancements, whether it's top line revenue, whether that's efficiency. Um, and so if you really want to come in out of the gate and be extremely memorable and impactful, what you have to do is listen to some of the problems that maybe management having or some of your peers are having. Uh, take that idea, put it into some type of project, present a way to solve it, do your homework and be like, hey, I saw this there might be something there might be something interesting here in a way that's going to add value to this here's what i learned here's a good solution i want to get your feedback to see if there's something behind this and we can actually maybe get a budget for or if it's something i can tackle to see if it has an impact and this is what people are not doing um, and so if you want to be another cog and wheel if you want to just go through like the normal scenario uh, that's what everybody does if you want to stand out, like you have to figure out how to stand out, and that's by solving problem, making impact, and adding value to the business. And there's really only one way to do that, and that's managing up and not having people manage down. That's where uh, that's what we're taught to do, and that's where organizations break. Okay, so what I'm hearing is managing up is one of the most powerful tools that you can use during your time in an internship. One type of question that everyone seems to be preparing for nowadays and seems to be getting asked these days is, tell me about a time when XYZ happened and how did you deal with it? Can you give us your perspective on how a candidate should be preparing to answer that kind of question? Yeah. So alternatively, one of the questions that you might come across quite often is, tell me about a time when. And there's a lot of different scenarios here, but you know, you're going to probably see some common threads. So, uh, for example, tell me about a time when um, conflict arose in some type of team meeting and you had to handle that. Or uh, tell me about a time uh, when you uh, were trying to make a decision and uh, you didn't have all the, the pieces of information, right? And so what the interviewer is actually looking for is how do they break that process down? How do they develop a story and communicate that in a way that shows that there's a thought process there? I did this because of this. I learned this. I saw this. 
I witnessed this, and so it made me feel or do or change the thing I did. And so we are really looking for, you know, how do you break down a scenario to give me and show you your thought process here? But it is framing. Well, the, the problem was this. Yeah. This is what I thought. This is how I felt. Yeah. This is what we did, and this is what I learned, right? And what was interesting to me is that I came away with this knowledge. And that's a good framework for that, right? The, one of the largest mistakes that I see actually from young interviewers, okay, is that they ha are very poor at being able to describe their decision process. And business is fundamentally built off making decisions with incomplete information and moving fast. And so what I'm asking uh, people that are entering the workforce is, how did you decide on the college that you went to? What decision criteria went into that? Why did you choose that? What alternatives did you have? Why didn't you go that way? And so I can unpack why and why and why and why so I can understand the fundamental decision process this person actually has to get to the root of how they think about solving problems. And for me, that is a very important component about making someone who is a good hire for the organization. Especially in business, we are, we are continually problem solving. And if someone can't articulate why they are deciding the decisions that they make, uh, they're going to ultimately probably make fairly bad decisions on a more regular basis than not. And so uh, as a young person, as someone coming into the workforce for the first time, what you want to be able to do is in detail describe five or six whys about every bullet point on your resume. And so you have a very clear story to tell. When someone asks you, tell me about this summer, summer internship. Tell me about this club you participated uh, in college and why you did it. If you can unpack that in a way that has more depth and sophistication, uh, ultimately they're going to believe uh, you're making good decisions and you're having thought into the things that you're uh, doing on a daily basis. Okay, so you're really putting them in your shoes and telling them the story of the thought process that you had while you were trying to navigate those circumstances. That's, that's really interesting. What's something that's unique about your time period and your career where you have the title of being an intern? Yeah, so something that a lot of people might not understand or might not think about is actually the advantage you might have as an intern going into the workforce. And that is why, and that's because you're not posing a threat. Um, most of the time you're coming from a place of uh, curiosity and just complete genuine understanding of what is happening within the organization. And so you need to understand that and not be scared by it. A lot of people are scared as interns to speak up or ask questions, but uh, interns today are actually leveraged in probably the best way besides the CEO to gain access to things organically. And that is because uh, a lot of people want to help people in those situations and understand what it was like to be in those situations and how uncomfortable or how sometimes unfun that was. And they recognize or have some type of self-recognition around, you know, if I had help or if someone did this for me, I could have done X, Y, or Z. And so um, one of the things that you should be thinking about is what is your strategy to gain access to the top deal makers, decision makers, um, leaders in your ecosystem or city while you're interning? Because you're going. that's the best time in your life that you're probably going to get uh, ease of use or ease of access to some of the best people you'll ever meet, uh, period.
But as soon as you hit as a junior associate or associate or, or some entry-level job, you're going to lose that right because most of the time you're just going to be a burden um, in that process. And so understanding that early on will actually give you uh, the ability to accelerate your career with better connections and better opportunities. And so if you're not taking advantage of that, you're probably actually doing your career and your earning potentials a huge disservice by not leveraging the opportunity that you have today. So what I'm hearing you say is that being an intern is actually a really great spot to be in. It means you have a lot of access and people are going to have a lot of empathy towards you. That's, that's great to know. How should people leverage and really take advantage of that time they have while they're an intern in their career? What advantages do they have being in that position? One of the things that you, you know, should be doing uh, during your internship uh, or before is reaching out to as many people as possible. And a lot of people um, are a bit timid about this because they feel like they can't add value to the situation. And it's actually a limiting factor and kind of a crutch that's probably held just, you know, as a, as a shell. And the reason is, is because uh, a lot of the times these executives or senior leadership positions, they don't actually expect you to have value. They expect you to be curious and they expect you to be polite and they expect you to come prepared. Uh, because people do want to help. People want to uh, give back to their community, to their industry, to the people who are curious, just like they were at one point. And so uh, the way to overcome these type of things is be, be prepared. Do your homework. Uh, ask more questions. Uh, and always ask for someone else to speak to at the end of those conversations, too, because they're likely going to know the people in the industry that you should be speaking with anyways. And so leverage that opportunity and follow up with thank you cards and bottle of wine and just very personal things that make you memorable in the process because they're going to remember those moments. And that's how you get future opportunity. That's how you do deals. That's how you get business partners. And that's how you create a value-added network going further. And so being an intern is the perfect time to leverage that is because there are no strings attached at that point. And you have complete access to the world. So you know, take advantage of it. I think it's a fairly true sentiment that people remember how you meet and uh, how you make them feel in, you know, during that process. And so what you need to be really good at is how do you introduce yourself? Um, how do you stand? How do you communicate? How do you uh, build nonverbal cues that resonate with positivity and excitement and engagement and that you follow up in a way that is empathetic and, and timely? and thoughtful. Those things just in general are going to allow you to build a name for yourself in a way that is just not being done, frankly, in the modern workplace today. Those little things and those thoughtfulness will get you so much further than anything else you could probably do that they're one of the most important things that you can think of today um, as adding value. So this was the first episode of Interns versus the World. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable from Dallas today. Appreciate your time and go crush it out there.